Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is Lorraine Ball, and today I am really excited because we are going to be on this podcast talking about podcasting with Debbie Chambeau. Debbie, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. When we first talked about doing this program and you started rattling off all these great resources and ideas for people who are podcasting, I knew that was something I wanted to share with my audience. I am a big believer in podcasting. Happy to share as much or as many resources as time allows because I think it's not only a great marketing tactic, but I think it's an even better sales tactic. Awesome. Let's start with the basics. You you have a podcast. What would you yeah. tell someone if they were getting started? What are the things they should do first? First thing from an equipment perspective would be to get an inexpensive microphone. There's one called an ATR2100 that is a pretty popular microphone, not expensive at all. It, depending on whether you have a PC or you have a Mac, a PC you would download something called Audacity and a Mac you would use GarageBand. And basically you can record and edit in both of those programs. So Audacity and GarageBand, I know Audacity is free. Is GarageBand free software also? Yes, it is. And it comes on most Mac computers. Now, I personally don't use a Mac, but I do know that it comes on, on the Mac computer. It even, it even comes on the iPhone. And yes, it is free. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so you ready to start recording? What other steps should people plan out as they're getting started? So part of it is what do you want to have your show about? The beauty of a podcast is that you can have a show on anything. So think in terms of do you want to just talk yourself? Do you want to interview people? Do you want to tell stories? I have a friend whose daughter has a podcast. I think she's 10 or 11 years old. And once a month she goes in and does a book review on one of her favorite books. So you can... Do a podcast on anything, so kind of decide what you want to do there. I would start off making it shorter than longer, and then once you've done your recording and once you've done your editing, then you're going to put it up on iTunes. Pause here for a moment, because really when you're talking about topics, it's kind of like an audio blog, and so thinking about what you're going to talk about in much the same way you think about what you're going to write about things that are of interest to your customers, potential customers and referral partners. That's absolutely correct. So when you're using the, the podcast from a business perspective, it actually can replace your blog content as well. But it's the entire same process that you were just talking about, sort of create the calendar of what you want to talk about and then do your recording accordingly. I like to mix and match. I actually will record a podcast and then embed it with a blog post because some of my audience likes to read and some of my audience likes to listen. I'm right there with you. I'm more of the listener, but there are a lot of people who like to read, so I completely understand what you're saying. And Google still likes to read, so I probably will never give up blogging completely, even though I like talking a lot more than writing. There are organizations out there that can actually transcribe your podcast. 
So if you want to use the content of your podcast as a blog post, they're out there where they can do it for you know a dollar a minute kind of thing. So it can become very reasonable as well. Cool. That, that is a great strategy. So now we've got it recorded, you've got your topics, and you are ready to publish it, and you need to get it up there. Where do you go? So again, depending on what you want to do, you have a lot of different choices. If you're just doing this for fun, you could just go to iTunes. If you're truly doing this for business, the first thing you need to do is to get yourself a hosting platform. Now, a lot of people would say, but I have a web hosting platform. Do I need another platform? And the answer to that is yes. I believe, I think you have your podcast on SoundCloud. Is that what I remember you saying? We actually have ours on Podbean. Podbean. Okay, I'm sorry. So Podbean is one option. SoundCloud is another option. And then the two other popular ones, one is called Libsyn and the other is called Blueberry. So you sort of have to research to decide what's going to work best for you, but you do need a separate hosting company for the podcast that would be separate from your website because it's the hosting companies for the podcast are designed to hold the large amounts of media that you're going to create, and a regular website hosting company isn't going to do that for you. I think, you know, the other thing that I really like, and I know this is available in Podbean and I think in some of the others, is... You can host it and create a playlist there, but then they will actually push it to iTunes or Google Play. So I record in one place, and it gets published in a lot of places. That's correct. And I, I use Blueberry for one of my podcasts, and I use Libsyn for the other. And both of them, when you do the initial setup, they do actually push stuff out. Libsyn also pushes it out to social media platforms. So you can actually set it up that when you post your podcast that it will go to your social media sites as well. I've heard mixed comments as to whether that's a good thing or not, but if you're, you know, if time is of the essence for you and you just want to get it out there, better to have somebody else do it than have to sit there and manually do it yourself. But it is important to do that. If you're going to create a podcast and you're recording the programs, you want to make sure that you get the maximum exposure, so you want to have a plan once you've recorded it to share it and share it in a lot of different formats to a lot of different audiences to build a following for your program. Absolutely. It's just like your blog post. It's with any kind of social media post. You share it over and over and over again, and you share it in different ways with different you know words. But a podcast that you create in 2000 and can be just as relevant if you share it again in 2017 if it was you know, a good recording and that type of thing. But you're right in that it's great content that you can continue to share over and over for building your audience. And we actually will pull two and three different podcasts that were on rela related topics, and we might pull them together into one blog post. And we host the individual podcasts on Podbean, but then we'll embed the recording, just the little player, in, in, the, in the blog post so people can listen to it without leaving our website. That's right, because what you're doing is you're linking between the different blog posts, and when you do that, it helps with your SEO strategy. What else should people, if they're thinking about embarking on this podcast adventure, 
What should they be thinking about? What's the end game? Why are they doing the podcast, and what do they want out of it? Because this is where podcasts can be so invaluable, and there's so many different things that, that can happen. There are some podcasts out there where people are actually selling their own products and services. So they're making money off their, pro- off their podcast based on their company and what their company sells. There are other people who create a podcast who get sponsors, who other companies will pay uh, for exposure, just like in television and radio. So you're kind of creating that. It can also be, as, as I alluded to in the beginning, I believe it can be a great sales tool for a, a company that has a sales team to open up some doors. So it really depends on why you're creating the podcast and what your end game, the goal that you want from the podcast, and then you fill in the blanks and the different steps for how you're going to reach that goal at the end. And I would like to kind of visit a little bit that idea of using it as a sales tool. I think people get the idea of how they might advertise, but how do you use your podcast as a sales tool? I'm going to give the example of a bank. Okay, just any bank in any city USA, but let's, since I live in the D.C. area, I'm going to say Washington, D.C. And a bank has bankers who also wear the hat of salespeople because bankers need to get in front of businesses and hopefully open new accounts and do loans and those types of things. But for a lot of bankers, getting in front of new businesses can be difficult because the business owner is busy, the business owner is happy with what they've got you know, with their current banking relationships, and they just don't want to make the time to meet with a new banker. So what if the bank, it's a podcast, and the podcast has the title, and let's just use the title of um, Business in D.C., and the banker approaches one of their target CEOs and says, I'd like to interview you for my new podcast. Most likely, if the CEO is thinking in terms of marketing, is thinking in terms of exposure, the CEO is going to want to be interviewed because it's going to help them with their business and getting new exposure for their business. But what it's really doing is helping the banker get in front of a new CEO and create some authority. And if the right questions are asked in the interview and they, they take the discussion a little bit further, I think in most cases, not in all cases, but in most cases, that's going to open new doors to banks that they couldn't otherwise open. That, and that's how I think it's used as a sales tool. That is brilliant. I love that idea. So I think we've given folks a lot of different things to think about if they're thinking about a new, creating a new podcast or maybe taking their existing podcast in a couple of different directions. If people want to listen to your podcast or just connect with you, where should they go? My podcast, nothing exciting with the name, it's called Select Business Team. It can be find, found in iTunes. It can be found in Google Play. It can be found in Stitcher. Or you can listen to it on my website, which is selectbizteam.com. Awesome. Thank you. Debbie, this has been such a good conversation. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. If you are listening to today's program and if you've enjoyed the conversation and want to learn more about marketing, digital marketing specifically, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. 
Thanks for listening.